Yo, what's up, guys? Today is Saturday, the 18th of October, 2008. Uh, last night was the release of the Smoke and Mirrors decks by Dan and Dave Buck. And so tonight we thought it was only fitting to do another roundtable discussion talking about the decks with Dan and Dave, or Dan, not Dave.com, and uh, talk a little bit about the decks and a bunch of questions that you guys have uh, asked. So we have Dan on the line right now. Dan, can you hear me okay? Yeah, you're good. We're good. Now tell us where Dave is so we can all mock him, make fun of him, and send him emails. Dave is at Six Flags. Rough, rough. Yeah, so rough, rough life. So if everyone just emails Dave at DanNotDave.com. <laughs> I think that's actually a website. We should. I know. I remember we talked about it. We had. Remember it was like when we were in uh, Florida. Oh, yeah, no, it's uh, DanOrDave. Yeah, DanOrDave.com. <laughs> Brilliant idea. Groundbreaking. So, um, we'll get right to the questions because I know you're short on time. About to go to the Magic Castle. Um, and we have 10 pages, 11 pages of questions to go through, which I'll go through all of them. Not really. Wow. Not really. We're going to go through as many as we can um, while keeping up some type of intellectual discussion here. Um, but uh, we'll start with the first question I see, which is on page one of this uh, forum thread. And it's fairly uh, topical. He's asking, what was the process in making the Smoke and Mirrors deck? So talk a little bit about what the process was um, about the first edition, and then also what were the changes and procedures like in uh, modification for the second edition? Um, okay, let's see. Well, I guess to start, we, uh, we had always liked this one artist that we kept seeing in magazines and online and different blogs and such. And we finally, when we decided to do a deck, we finally decided to find out who it was. So after some research, we found out that it was a guy named C. Scott based out of London. So we contacted him and told him our plans, who we were, what we did, and our intentions for the, uh, the playing cards. And, you know, just immediately he was stoked and, you know, wanted in and wanted to know more about the project. And for those of you who haven't looked up C. Scott, he has a very distinct style. So everything is, everything that he does is more or less the same with, uh, with circles and curves and lots of fine lines. And everything he does is also uh, hand-drawn. So it's really cool. And we basically told him, you know, we love it. We love everything you do. Let's, here's the names of the cards we want to use. We want, uh, we want a logo. We first told him we wanted a logo, and we wanted him to brand our names. So that was that. And he, we decided to put it on the cards and go with it. And then a short eight and a half months later. Yeah, a short, <laughs> a very short eight and a half months later, we uh, we came to something. And actually, here's something, uh, some good trivia. The, uh, the second editions that are out now that were released yesterday are actually the first editions. At the very last minute, we decided to uh, take off the uh, intricacy of the Ds and just leave it very simple and plain, as Dave and I always tend to go with very minimalistic designs. So, Going on top of what you just said, this is kind of a follow-up question from Sinful, and he's saying, when designing the second editions, of, or I guess what you're saying, first editions, what was the goal to motivation behind doing that what was the goal to add to the the deck that didn't have before i mean we made some changes to the court cards etc what was the motivation behind that um there was a uh i don't know i they are you know a lot of people gave us slack 
for you know putting two D's on a deck of playing cards, but uh, you know they are our cards. You know, you know we we want them for ourselves. It's just this the second step is just selling them just because we can. Not to be, I don't know what you would call that, but we just basically wanted our own deck. And since we had to order so many, we thought, oh, why not sell them? And but uh, the the reason for adding or changing them from the first to the second is just. I guess mainly because we want to make you guys happy and, and give you a deck that you would you would like as well as us. So. Yeah, I think that the, the second edition, I mean, the, there's still Ds on the back, so the people that were like, oh, I want them without the Ds, it's not going to make a difference to them, but I think that the way it is integrated into the design, that it is a part of the design, it's not just, you know, separate. Yeah, it is, it is a lot more a part of the design, uh, too, and I think with the, uh, the, third, the third time we'll get it right, I have a few ideas to, to really make it blend in so it, it seems like one solid design rather than, you know, a logo wrapped around some some fancy graphics. Right, right, right. And then what changes were made in the uh, the court cards? Anything else? Uh... The court cards, quite a few changes. I, uh, I made some of them more simpler. I added detail to some of them. We changed the color of the red. I just could not stand that maroon red. So I went back to uh, one one shade light, one shade darker than a standard deck. Right. So it's it's, it's not a it's not a maroon anymore, but it's not the standard bright, very yeah. cheesy red yeah. that's on normal. Yeah. Um, a lot of the other questions I'm just moving on from here are not necessarily all related to playing cards. This kind of goes way beyond it. Um, I, the first this this one I thought was a good question just because you were mentioning the. Uh, next step in playing cards and he asks uh, do you are you guys going to release a third edition of smoke and mirrors or is the second edition it I don't know we, we always like to to change certain things with different editions I mean look at the uh, the system there's currently four different editions out there the, the trilogy there's you know two different editions so I'm sure there's there'll be a third edition and it'll be different along with other cards right. down the road it's just but, a progression yeah you know, obviously, you can always, you know, I'm never going to be satisfied with probably anything I do. I'm always going to try to make it better, and if I can make it better, I'm, I'm definitely going to do it, you know? That question was from Magic Shadow 9. Uh, the next question, uh, which I thought was pretty interesting, was from Copperfield 14, which I'm pretty Whoa. sure. Which Copperfield's is David, asking a question. David Copperfield is asking wow. a question. I'm he asked, popular. how did you meet Ricky Smith? Um, how, have <laughs> they, how have they helped you, or how have you helped them in Magic? Ricky, I met Jesus. Uh, you met Jesus? <laughs> I met Jesus, too. <laughs> Actually, Ricky is starting his first uh, biography, and he's got the first two words down, and it starts, like Jesus, comma. <laughs> Perfect. But uh, I met Ricky uh, probably 12 years ago at an IBM Magic meeting, and, you know, he was... Before I went to that meeting, I did stage magic, and he got me into. Uh, he actually loaned me three things. He loaned me uh, Lee Asher's Cooking with Lee Asher VHS tape. He loaned me Control Freak by Aaron Fisher, and he gave me a copy of Cards as Weapons. and And then he taught me Sybil. So I would say he's definitely one of the most influential friends magicians I've had. Uh, next question. Um, 
comes from Magic S A N G. Uh, this is on the bottom of page three. Um, he's asking, when creating a new flourish, what comes first, style or practicality? I'm guessing he's asking, what is the process like of creating a flourish? Not necessarily magic. This is on the flourishing end. Um, what comes first? He's asking. Yeah, like what? What is the process like of creating a flourish? Do you think of a uh, style, or do you thinking is this even possible to do? What is the general procedure like, and when you're doing that? I I never think if it's possible or not. I mean. If you can think of it, there's there's got to be a way. But uh, I do I do like a certain style, and I hate many styles. So I try to stick with just just my look, my style. So I'll try to get it to look like like what I like. I don't know if that made any sense or not. It, it makes sense if you listen to it backwards. Um, well, no. This, the next question is going along in terms of creators and creating. Uh, questions from Eiley, A Y L I, post number thirty-four. Who is your favorite magic creator, or who are your favorite magic creators, off the top of your head? Um, favorite magic creators. Say Daniel Garcia is definitely on top of the list. Um, I would say Guy Hollingworth is a genius. And from there, I would say off the top of my head, as far as creativity goes, I think those two are just two two of the favorites. There's a lot I could name like off the top of my head of people. I mean, there's everyone we've worked with. I love the style, but like in terms of just fools the crap out of me every time I see any effect uh, and has cool methods, Matthew Beach always there's always like a cool, crazy method that is always just as fun to do as the trick in some way. Like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, exile. Just like the first time I saw that. It's not that it's the biggest magician fooler in the world. It was just the fact of the simplicity and then learning how to do it. People have no and the one... fact that it looks like real magic. Yeah, I could do it to myself and be like, what? That looks, yeah, it's, yeah, you're looking at it. How did I just do that? <laughs> Um, it, just the fact that it, it looks like real magic, that it looks like it's something that is not a card trick or coin trick, it's different. So he's one of my favorites too. Uh, which flourishes have you created by accident? Asks uh, Eris S.A., post number 36. Which ones did you imagine and then bam, you had a new cut? So have you ever cre uh, created something I, I don't know. I create... What's, what's disappointing about flirt when you're just flourishing and jamming is that you create so much stuff and then you have to try to recreate what you did on accident. And I'll spend, you know, hours being like, all right, what I do? How do I do that? That was so cool. Damn it, I can't do it. So I, I, I do lose a lot of stuff. But I don't know. I would say the majority of, of my material has been created by accident. Just, I mean, when you play with cards 24 hours a day, you're, you're bound to come up with something cool. So. Uh, Magic Powder, post number 39. Do you guys have your own private set of flourishes that you have not released to the public? Um, yeah, we we always keep a few items to ourselves. Now, why why give it all? I mean, you got to have something to show late night at the conventions and just to your friends. So there's always other stuff we're working on that isn't or hasn't been published. Um, let's see here. <laughs> this guy asked two questions. I'll, I'll I'll ask you two. One of them is completely unrelated. Who is the older brother, Dan or Dave? <laughs> well, that depends. Depends on what. I don't know. I'm not going to answer that. I'm very bitter about that subject. <laughs> Obviously, you were the younger one. Yeah. Wait a minute. By like a minute. Maybe. 
maybe a minute or two. Wait, while Wait. while you were being born, your mother quickly decided which of you um, she wanted to have first. Which one was her favorite? And Dave won, apparently. She she spit me out, and she's like, "Ah, oh, put him back in. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get him later." Um, yeah. What do you guys do when a deck is warped and you don't have a porper clip on you? And I will add a sub note that I've never seen you guys without some type of card clip on you. So. Yeah, to add, I only use, I say this on the website, but the Porper Clip and that bullshit about keeping your cards from warping, I think, is bogus. I just use it to keep my box from getting bent up. But, uh, so, I don't know. My cards really don't warp. I don't know. It depends I mean, on environment, people, yeah. Yeah. It's just how you, how you handle them. And keep, I think, this, don't get them sweaty. If your hands sweat a lot, I think that causes them to warp. So just don't sweat. Stop sweating. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it, it depends on a few factors. I'd say it depends on... Yeah, I mean, I'm also in, you know, Los Angeles where there's no humidity and the climate's always the same, and so... Yeah, if you're on... Like I'm but, in, for example, when we went to New York for the Blaine thing, I mean, that, for sure, the cards were working every day. I mean, if you left them sitting out for 15 minutes, I mean, they were worked, and you know what you do? You just... Throw them away and open a new one. And you buy another deck at theory11.com or danandave.com, and you just continue with your life. It's perfect. Yeah. Um, or the, the, the old cards work great as toilet paper, too. <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. Uh, recently, this is, asked, this is by Dejanje. D-G-A-N-J-E. Like, this is the most impossible to pronounce name ever. Dejanje. Um, David Copperfield asks, um, recently, Daniel Madison posted a video of him being fooled um, to the media section. Do you guys try to fool each other when creating effects, or is it more collaborative? I don't know. I think we're past the stage of getting fooled, but uh, I like to get fooled, but our styles and our thinking is so similar that he can show me something and be like, oh, I knew what you were going to do. I thought of that, too, like at the same time. <laughs> I don't know. No, but our styles are the same, and our thinking is more or less on the same track, so it's pretty hard to fool each other. Uh, Sean Raff, uh, this is post number 46. What was it that inspired or influenced you to create sleight of hand so elegant and smooth? He said that's his favorite thing about your style is that it's elegant. What inspired that? Was it Apple? Was um, it, uh... it's, it's a lot of things. I mean, I would say music videos, commercials, um, graphic design, you know, music in general, just architecture. There's all these different shapes and elements and abstract pieces out there that you can you can definitely get inspiration from. So I just wanted to uh, take magic out of the norm, like all these other art forms have already done, and just try something different and abstract and, and very uh, movie and rhythmic and just bring life to it in general. Um. Who was your biggest inspiration? Asks, I want a yo-yo. Post number 54. Or who are your biggest inspirations, I guess, in the past and also today? Um, Steve Jobs. Muhammad Ali. Um, Sting. <laughs> Sting? No. <laughs> Negative. Um, yeah, Steven Spielberg. You know, um, just there's a million people. You know, don't don't think you have to be inspired by other magicians just because you do magic. I mean, if if you're gonna only look up and only study magic, then 
you know, you're you're limiting yourself to the creative process and, and where you can take it and what you can actually do with it. That's a good point. Creeper asks, what's the hardest flourish you know? Are there still a couple of moves that you just cannot get down smoothly? Let's see. What am I working on that I have? I don't know. There's a couple. I've been doing the Annie Farrow for three years, and I'm I'm just now hitting it, I would say, three out of five times. So um, that's probably the hardest thing I've, I've learned. What decks do you favor more? Asks Lord of Magic, post number 62. Which decks do you favor more? Smoke? Mirrors? Or Jerry's Nuggets. <laughs> Dude. I think that's a fair question between two decks that were produced last week and two decks that were produced uh, 30 years ago. But that's, uh, what's, what's your favorite? Um, I honestly like the Smoke and Mirrors. They, uh, or did you say Smoke or Mirrors? Smoke or Mirrors or oh. Jerry's. <laughs> I like Smoke. Let's I, just, I, I use, yeah. Let's say smoke more often than mirrors. Yes, so let's hammer the question down to which ones do you, do you personally use more smoke. And I guess mirrors. I'll end the myth. I really don't have that many cherry nuggets. I get emails every day. So if you're one of those guys that emails asking to buy a Jerry's Nugget deck off of Dave and I, I have about six. Thousand. Well, six thousand decks. And basically <laughs> JB, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> yes, they have none. They have none left and they're very low on supply. Um, who you know the... who does have a lot though, and then you can email. <laughs> <laughs> you sell them on eBay every day. Uh, who are you? this? Is by a D R K R. This isn't even a word. Dirk Laments, uh, post number sixty-eight. Who are other flourishers that you admire the most? I don't know. There's not a whole lot out there. I really like the material Kevin Ho does. Daniel Madison is amazing, just in the just in the fact that he's created his own own very distinct style that uh, you know when you when you see something from him you know you know it's a Daniel Madison flourish so I'd say those are the and Joey Burton of course is amazing amazing uh, let's see take a few more questions here before we wrap this up how the heck did you create the Jackson 5 asks magic man 384 well I didn't <laughs> <laughs> well it started by me trying to gather a family band and no, that's a, I don't know. It's it's a flourish that was developed over many years, and it's just it's always added to. So it's just, it's just more or less a long phase of combining flourishes together to form a routine. Let's see here. I'll take. Let's try to find one or two more questions before we wrap this up. Um, do, do, do. Will you guys ever do a battle in flourishing, meaning Dan versus Dave? Ask Guardian eighteen. Um, there would be no point. I mean, clearly we know who the winner would be. So. <laughs> and since Dave is not here, I think we can all agree that the winner would be, uh, Dave. Yeah, Dave would certainly kick my ass, for sure. No joke. Um, let's see. Some people might know about your new project, Improv. What's What are some things that would be included? What is it? Is it a set of notes? Yeah, Improv is a, uh, just, you know, we try to come out with a set of notes every year just to, just to more or less keep our creative process up to up. And it's just basically a new set of notes, but it's we tried to uh, get away from the card tricks and the flourishes. So it's tricks using everyday objects, uh, food, coins. There's a few card tricks in there. There's some tricks with matches. There's some uh, tricks using just random weird objects. And I would say... Out of the 13 effects, 
that we're putting in it, I would say eight of them are amazing. So. And uh, let's see, we've got, I'll take, we have time for one more question. And so I will actually take the three-fourths of the entire post by Matt Jones. This is post number 91. This is pretty funny. He asked a series of or questions. So in rapid-fire succession, here we go. Mac or PC? Please. I take that as Mac. Manual or automatic? Uh, if I had a choice. Actually, I'd, I'd drive. Uh, it would be manual, but I currently drive it automatic. MySpace or Facebook? I've never seen a Facebook page. Your brother's got one. <laughs> I know, and I've never seen his page. <laughs> uh, trust I me. hate the fact you have to log in to see shit. So. Trust me, Facebook's better. Uh, Beamer or Mercedes? Dude, you cannot top a Mercedes. <laughs> uh, paper or plastic? <laughs> paper or plastic? I deal with paper. It looks more professional. Ma- McCain or Obama? Dude. Is that a question? Well, Obama won 10 years ago. <laughs> but I will finish this off by blonde or brunette. Uh, brunette. And your, girlfriend, and your girlfriend's probably listening, so we will leave it at that. <laughs> so, alrighty, well, that's all we have. We've got to go. It is time now is 9.50, and we need to put this together, so you guys will be listening to this within the hour on the website. Uh, we got to a lot of questions tonight. You guys can obviously uh, submit more questions and we have time to stop in and answer some in the forums obviously try to get dan and dave to do so um anything else we want to say before we go dan um no i think that's about it should we tell them about the uh the red smoking mirror deck or oh i guess we can wait on that until the next uh, uh, that's probably good idea and everyone that's out there enjoy the uh Smoking Mirrors preview video. I saw that a bunch of comments on it. Everyone liked the thing. Yeah, it's getting some good reviews. That's cool. <laughs> and just some just, just some, some inside advice on how the product pictures were put together that are on the product page. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so JV calls me 15 minutes before the release. He's like, oh, you think it would be smart to take some new photos? <laughs> Considering we changed the design. So we were uploading at 8 o'clock, needless to say, the photos. Yes, about 30 seconds before release is when we actually took the pictures. Took, not imported, took. And yeah. then immediately sent to me, and unedited, we posted immediately at 11 o'clock. But they're released, so check out the new Smoke and Mirrors. They're on Theory 11, they're on Dan and Dave. Um, and check them out, enjoy them, and for until next time, we will talk to you soon. Cool. Later. I'll see you later. Bye.